welcome to In Tune, a music appreciation podcast. My name is Aiden. My name is Andrew. Hey. 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 <laughs> I didn't interrupt Jackie. <laughs> Anyways. Today, this is episode 18, July 16th. We're recording on, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably be like, it'll probably be, pl- I'll probably publish it tomorrow. Wow, spicy. Yeah, cool. Spicy. Did you... Okay, I have to ask, actually. Did you not, like, put any episodes up? You put, like, three up in, like, one week? I think I saw that. Yeah, I think I put them in, I put them in, like, two days spaces. Okay, yeah, I saw that. I was was real bad with, like, editing them on time for a bit. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, now now I gotta pick this up. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay, we're we're a little bit back on schedule. We got kicked out of our old studio, so we're in a new yeah. one. Yeah, just stay on schedule. Yeah, it's a tiny studio. So bear with us. The tune don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so any news this week, guys? Uh, we wanted to talk about the Metal Blade Batushka situation. Right. What happened? Yeah. The whole, I guess, like who owns what? Yeah. Kind of thing. So. The story with Batushka is basically it was, like, a two-person outfit for the most part, or at least, like, two creative people for a time when it first started, and then they would hire on other musicians to do yeah. what they wanted it sounded for the like most part. one guy was the primary songwriter, <clears throat> while the other guy was the primary, like, businessman, almost. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, they released their first album, uh, and it was re-released through Metal Blade, I think, or whatever label they're on. Yeah, like the the I guess like the 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 spiritual success for successor like the sequel to it. I no, guess cuz something no, the came first out originally, they, right? Yeah, they released the first one, they self-released it. Yeah. And then they re-released it on some label, some big oh, label. Okay. And then the second one was when they yeah. started to get into a dispute yeah with each other for yeah. like creative differences yeah so what ended up happening was like they ended up just disagreeing on a couple fronts in terms of like what the direction of the band was going to be what the sound was going to be like mm-hmm. and because neither of them really signed any uh agreements or yeah. that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's, a, that's the simplest way to put it is like neither of them signed any contracts or put any contracts forth in terms of like this will be like our portion of the band's creative likeness or create like creative endeavors i don't know yeah so none of that happened and only one of them ever had access to like the social media accounts and like all that mm. stuff that is necessary for for bands to communicate with you know with their fans, la- with their fans and their labels yeah, yeah. Of course, so yeah. or like in potential labels so what ended up happening was they were a diy for the most part when they started and then metal blade caught some interest and after a certain point when they signed this other guy was kind of already out the door or was like booted out oh really so so now there's like he wants his he wants his share almost well no he's still like what ended up happening and was what the link that I sent you was what ended up happening is now two Batushkas exist oh cause the guy still wants to keep doing this Batushka business so one of them is still him and his buddy is still like no, that one person and, and then the other up. person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they're split up. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah. guess. So there's there's they both two. both started Batushka and then yeah. they split um, off and now they both want to be Batushka. But they both released 
versions of their second album, pretty much. Yeah, weird. Which is interesting. Yeah, one of them is one of them you one of them you can only buy on Bandcamp, on on that on the Batushka Bandcamp, and then the rest is on spot like just released on Spotify. That was the one that was released recently. That was the one that the guy who didn't get kicked out released. Yeah, that this past Friday, the one who got kicked out released his album in May. Yeah. So the guy who got kicked out, he so he's one on Bandcamp then. Yeah. Yes. And that was like the businessman, the non-songwriter. And the businessman. And the businessman is the one who released his like, just recently. Yeah. Through Metal Blade. Yeah, and it, you. Wait, so the businessman is with Metal Blade. Yeah. yeah. Not the songwriter. Not no. the creator guy. Yeah. Oh, Not oh, the creative weird. guy. I feel like they would have kept the songwriter. Yeah. Well, no. And that's why there's a couple like people throwing shade at Metal Blade with the whole situation because it feels like, it feels like a like and especially like without the whole critic, uh, reception argument. Most people aren't content with this Metal Blade one. Mm. Yeah. It's most people consider it to be pretty soulless. Yeah, and, and then... it, it's not doing it for them. I feel like there's always controversies with these metal labels. I feel like there's a yeah. lot of problems that happen. Especially with bigger ones. Like, they like to pride themselves as underground, but they're just they're marketing to a different Metal crowd. Blade is pretty yeah. big, yeah. Metal yeah. Blade is big enough that, like, I instantly recognize it. It's not, like, it. Relapse big, but... Yeah, true. I don't know. I'd say Metal Plate's bigger than Relapse. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's fair. I guess. Who's who signs Relapse? Or who's signed on to Relapse? Well, Dream Theater is no. on Relapse? No. no Didn't Dream, they used to isn't be? Isn't Dream Theater on Columbia? They're on, like, a big one. Yeah, they're on a that's big fair. one. They, on, like, like, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Opeth was on Roadrunner for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which, was a, Relapse. which was a big one. That's probably what I'm thinking of as a Roadrunner, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Relapse signs a lot of, like, coming indie bands yeah and they do a lot of like grindcore and punk yeah like they had Pig Destroy for a long time yeah yeah Dream Theater was on Roadrunner and is now on Inside Out which is Sony mm. nice so oh Inside Out Inside Out releases a lot of like prog rock I mean yeah there's Sony sub-label mm-hmm. I was like what did y'all think of that new Opeth by the way Never listened did, did you end up listening to it I, I ended up listening to it and it's definitely I didn't mind it. The, it was tolerable. Was it as good as Ghost Reveries? Like somebody, Aiden, Aiden it, it was, like, it was as good as Ghost Reveries, but I definitely think, and I think a lot of Opeth fans hold this opinion, it would be better if Growls were included as well. Oh, there's still no Growls. Yeah. No, he's never going to do it again. I feel like that's just like an age thing. You can't really blame him, right? No. No, definitely not. No. Like, his voice is still wonderful, but I feel like the song, he could have, been more dynamic with his voice like it was sort of like the same thing over and over again and it was like okay are you gonna do anything new the no. song did transition nicely into the second half though like, yeah like instrumentally it's still opeth like if you yeah. like that you're gonna enjoy that yeah, i'll definitely check it out i just been waiting for the whole album to come out yeah. yeah i just don't really pay attention to singles anymore unless it's like a really exactly well it's kind of I cool think, i think it's cool it, it's cool that there's a german swedish swedish yeah there's a Swedish version and an English version yeah. of the song. Well, that's cool. Yeah, of the album and oh, the uh, I guess of yeah. the album too. That's yeah, cool. yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. That's a first for them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, they've covered a Swedish song before on Watershed. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> yeah, it sounds familiar. Uh, but anyways, with this controversy, <laughs> it, it also <laughs> happened to Queensrÿche back in the day too. 
yeah. r- around like 2011, 2012. Yeah, I, always con- I remember listening to Queensryche and being confused. Yeah, because yeah, there's Jeff Tate's Queensryche, and then there's Queensryche with the rest of the band members, <laughs> and they had that whole like legal dispute, and like it ended in they both could use the name, like they were both equal in share of the name. So it's Which like is valid. Yeah. Which is fine. So they each released their own version of the album. And you could see, like, the one with the band members was much better than Jeff Tate's Queensryche. Because he's the one who wanted, like, creative control. But he didn't have it. Yeah. And then I guess you wanted to bring up the, the owning your masters as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a conversation that, like, Prince was always pretty strong on that front about. And, like, it's it's... It, it crops up again every once in a while and like especially right now with the Taylor Swift situation where she spent like a whole weekend kind of venting about this person this Scott Bronner this label owner owning her masters yeah and she was like oh this is like the worst case scenario for me da 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 like owning your masters means that you have full creative license to you for, for that music for your pre-existing music and that like your disc- you have full access to your discography and creative license for it to be used however which way also and this this isn't i guess like that's i, guess, I think is like the critical part but masters are also every instrument is sing- separated mm-hmm. it's final mix but then you can only listen to guitar you can only listen to the drums etc yeah like you need a master for example to make a karaoke mix mm-hmm. you just literally untick the vocals <laughs> literally yeah but, <clears throat> But yeah, the creative control thing is super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I just don't know because it's Taylor Swift. I don't know how real or honest she's being about it. All. Oh yeah, it's become it's become pretty apparent that she. In case what? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was a little bit of that situation where it's like the owner's wife and uh, some other people are like, oh well, like I don't know what to tell you. Your dad was your dad's on the your dad was on the board. He signed the contract for so, Yeah. It was like your your dad was on that board. Your dad was there for that discussion when we said this is the person that we're giving it to. Like you were given a few days heads up. Yeah. And you didn't say shit. So mm-hmm. But it does suck in those situations because I know like you were saying, Prince was very against it and like all like his unreleased stuff is being <clears throat> released yeah. nowadays. Or even, like, his discography being put on Spotify and stuff like that, which he was very against. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that was, that's more the Prince estate, whoever inherited his estate. Yeah. To make that ultimate choice now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, like, he, like, that's why he was originally signed to, like, a four or five album deal when he first started. And then he, like, similar to Marvin Gaye even, whereas, like, and Drake, where, like, they rushed to, to put out these albums so that they can get out of it. Yeah. And that's, like, what Prince did really quickly was, like, Within the span of two years, he put out, like, four or five albums so he could get out of it. And they were amazing. <laughs> and they're still good. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, like, just half-assed. It wasn't, like, ham-fisted. I only remember one time when Drake rushed out an album. Not even rushed out, but, like, pushed out kind of fast. More Life. Was that one? Is that part of his... I thought he was out of his contract or whatever after this. Well, it was a... Technically, if, if you're reading this, was the album that yeah. that he got out to... That he, he, that he, he put out to get out of... Young money, yeah, 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 exactly. That's what that's what yeah. I thought, right? Like, I only know that one is the only one he like rushed. Yeah, up. yeah. I thought he's still with Young Money though, which I found no, weird. No, he has his own label now, OVO. 
Yeah, but I thought it's still affiliated with Young Money. That's what I've seen. In some in some different way. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. it's super. Weird. I think it, it is mostly to get out get out of the Birdman deal. Yeah, probably. I think it was probably more so. Okay, yeah, that Bird. would make sense. Yeah, Birdman's fucked up. That's Birdman's a discussion for another up. day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucked up. Okay. We but yeah, we can start on the uh, on the albums. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who was for it? Uh, Andrew. Yes. Andrew, what did you yep. pick? this week no uh, spoilers in okay <laughs> uh, I picked Tom York's Anima it was sort of surprised release it was like announced a couple days before it actually came out yeah, and that's his thing and if yeah I think like he consistently does he that did, with his solo with, like, a with Eraser cool and yeah, yeah yeah Radiohead always does it yeah and so Tom York Radiohead frontman everyone probably knows his name by now mm-hmm. uh Second release this year, considering if you consider Suspiria too. Suspiria was last year, wasn't it? Wasn't it? I think Suspiria oh, yeah, was you're right. 2018. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Good try. Because yeah. I included it in my month of yeah. albums, I remember. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, but relatively close for. Close proximity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He definitely. So he worked with Paul Thomas Anderson as well on like a short film, which I did watch on Netflix. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I was going to ask if was, anyone had eventually watched it. Yeah, I, was, I hadn't watched it. It, it sort of has Anderson's signature style, and I think it got, like, the message across of what Tom wanted with this album, which mm-hmm. is sort of, I guess, like, the duality of himself and reality. Uh, but, yeah, what was I going to say? What did you think of the album? Well... <laughs> Uh, honestly, I think my expectations were a little high. I was honestly expecting something a little weirder because I don't know if I'm remembering correctly. I could be misremembering, but Tomorrow's Modern Boxes was much more experimental. Everything about that yeah. was more experimental. Yeah. So I was expecting a l- something a little more out there, and Anima was a little more on the poppy side, I guess. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It was definitely like. And, I, and I, I mean this as a bit of a positive to the same effect as well, but it sounds like... He sounds, like, very comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, which is, which is... I wouldn't say not always the case, because, like, he... I don't know, he's, he's Tom York. He's, I'm sure he's comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. he is, he seems comfortable in doing, like, a bunch of different vocal patterns and stuff, and, like, different just vocal stuff oh, on this record, it seems. creative. Like, definitely, like production wise it's outstanding like yeah. even on the first track you can hear when that bass drum hits you and it's just like oh that's mixed incredibly well yeah like traffic everything was, else traffic was dope yeah like it hits you right away and i know everyone's gushing over dawn chorus as well that's definitely the most radiohead song yeah i was definitely gonna say like it's it the, could fit on a moonshape pool, yeah. essentially. The even like the transition from Dawn Chorus to I am very I to I am a very rude person yeah. is <laughs> perfect. Oh my god. Yeah. No. I really like I really liked I am a very rude person. Yeah. This album plays out like a film as well, which I think was his intention. Yeah. Especially his with the film and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to see. I guess Paul Thomas Anderson is really good friends with everyone in Radiohead because he's worked with Johnny Green for years. Yeah. Johnny Greenwood, sorry. Yeah. And now it looks like Tom York wants his hand in the movie business as well with Suspiria. Yeah, definitely. 
I think it fits him pretty well. I think he, his I sound do. fits the, like the tonal movies he's choosing. Yeah, I agree, and I really am happy to see him like go towards like film scoring because mm-hmm. that's honestly and super big interest of mine. Granted, what I'm writing about on the site, mm-hmm. but yeah, overall, I think I was just a little disappointed just because I expected something more out there, and that's not to say it's bad in any way it's just a little straightforward when you listen to it definitely i think like still incredibly well written yeah it it ends up i'd say sonically it ends up kind of leaving a bit desired but Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed some of the vocal stuff that he was doing yeah yeah his vocals were like the focal point of the record for sure sonically i really liked it but i also i really liked how the vocals were mixed and how a lot of the effects he used and Mm -hmm. all the interesting that I just was not, and I don't normally pay attention to this, but like I just like, I feel like there's a lot of lyricism missing here. That's yeah. Like I just feel like there's not a lot of depth in every song. Like yeah. I get the overarching message that's being sent, like how Andrew said, like the duality and everything. But I just feel like compared to his previous records, compared to Radiohead, like I feel like there's a lot to be desired in. I in actually. The I'm going to disagree with you there. I was going to say that's a problem with Radiohead overall, I find. I, I, like that, I, yeah, I, I feel like their lyrics shirts. are very hit or miss most of the time. Like, sometimes you read them and you're like, okay, like, this sounds like someone who's an amateur writing, but then sometimes Tom really hits, like, a good I guess, set of yeah, lyrics. I guess I'm, like, thinking of, like, the good lyricism. Yeah. Yeah, when he hits his stride, like, definitely. Yeah, like... I feel like there's a lot more hits than misses, but I see what you mean. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's the help with a band as well, where he has to focus on everything here. And so I guess he might put the lyrics to the side. Mm-hmm. I think they're ne- they were never bad. There's never a cringe moment. I either. honestly didn't notice them. but I, That's what I mean. These guys just feel like for like something that's kind of being represented as like a story album, I feel like it lacks right. that story. Right. Yeah. That's just how I felt throughout it. No, that is, that is very true, especially since he's presenting it in that sort of way. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I was just expecting way more out of the lyricism, which is why I directly paid attention to it. Then yeah. I was like, oh, there's actually not much here at all. Yeah. I didn't expect to like Twist. I feel like I, when it, when Twist first came on, I didn't expect to necessarily like it. Hmm. But yeah, that really... interesting intro. Yeah. And then it, that once that kind of goes away, I'm not the biggest fan of that intro part. Oh, remembering the correct song. Twist, twist, twist. Yeah, twist, twist, I don't twist. like. Yeah, not the biggest fan. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, right. But once I kind of died off, and then it goes into the roots of the song. I, I, yeah, I, I really like. I I agree with you, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I remember when Twist came it, on. I was like, like, that's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I was just like think of like, if I put this song in repeat, I would get ignored of that within like two. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it definitely goes <clears throat> right into like the melody and his vocals yeah nicely it's like, it's like and about a minute and yeah but like, it works it definitely works but it's kind of like like it's always like those interlude kind of things where i'm like i get it i like it once yeah i'm like i'm done with this cool Just go on to the song <laughs> yeah yeah kind of idea i was like oh neat yeah 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 no i'd say the standout for me is probably i am a very rude person or the axe <laughs> mine is funny like funny enough dawn chorus mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I mean, I do love Radiohead, and that is definitely actually the direct comparison I've had. So yeah, <laughs> the encore is just... it's good. It's real good. What about yours, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I had to pick, honestly, "Run Away Away" was pretty good. 
runway away. Yeah, yeah. runway away. <laughs> it's so confusing looking at it. Runway away. Yeah. That was a favorite. Dawn courses for sure. And traffic. Yeah. Traffic was good. Yeah. Last I... Okay, also last... Last I heard, he was circling the drain. That really stuck out when the album oh. first started, too. Mm-hmm. I really dug that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Like the, the song after traffic. Yeah, the second. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely solid. I feel like the first half overall was more powerful for me. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I was going to say the in the little short film they did on Netflix, it's only the first half that's included. Oh, really? Yeah, they do the first five songs, I believe. Oh, and then really? That's it. Yeah. So it's not even all the songs. So that's well, probably that's why you feel like those are the strongest because those were sort of, I guess, composed alongside the film. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would definitely recommend this album. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. But I do think that I I say it's like equal to the race for me, and I really like Tomorrow's Modern Boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better. Yeah. But still, a solid album. Like I, I, I was not disappointed in any kind of way. Yeah, it yeah. definitely it definitely made me just end up going back more to Eraser. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid one. Because I was like, I never really listened to it when it came out. It wasn't on Spotify and stuff for a long yeah. time. Yeah. So I, I never checked out for a long time either. Yeah. I think he released all his stuff when... Moonshade Pool came out. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was around then? Yeah. yeah. So I, you... know, I know Tomorrow's Modern Boxes was an Apple Music exclusive for a while, though. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Speaking speaking of, did I, uh, Brooklyn Vegan did an article. I never really checked back further on it, but I guess there's the the demos for Tool are out. Oh, on okay. streaming for that first. It has like the sober demo and like everything from that first album, I guess. Oh, okay. So Tool on the way. Yeah, crazy. The Tool like, is this album confirmed to be on streaming services? Yeah, they're gonna add everything to streaming. They said when the new album comes out. Yeah, it's still not on Spotify from what I heard, but it's on Apple Music. It's on Apple Music. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nothing. There's oh, a, a single Juan V and Tool. Maybe only in the U.S. right now? That's definitely not. Mm. Probably just U.S. Yeah, yeah. it might be It US might be U.S. Yeah. Because Brooklyn, I, I, feel like, I feel like I saw Brooklyn Vegan, like, linked to it. I'll have to double check that. But yeah. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, would recommend Tom York. No, you're right. I see it in ni- their hey. 1991 demo tape. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not in Canada, I guess. Yeah. Won't, won't. Hmm. All right. Well, that album's going to be an album to talk about when it comes yeah. out. Yeah. Supposedly August 30th, so. I think it's too close for them to fuck anybody else over. Yeah. <laughs> it has to come out. Yeah, definitely. But it'll probably be their final album. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah. This took way too long for it to come out for Yeah. Yeah, it feels like Maynard's just interested in, in other shit at the moment. Yeah, he's really so or much like, like side Pusifier or whatever. A Perfect Circle even came out yeah. with an album. Are they good? Perfect Circle. Well, the new album's not good, but they were a good band. Yeah. So what do you guys think that album will be good or bad? Tool? Tool? Probably bad. <sighs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay to mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it will be anything... I don't spectacular. think it's not going to be like groundbreaking in any way. I don't think. No, I think it'll just end up sounding like more Tool, and I think I'm. Yeah, it's going to be outdated. It's going to be outdated. <laughs> you don't think you'll listen for to it? sure, unless you have to, I guess. 
like I'll, I'll listen to it, but like I don't think I'll be like blown away by it. Well, I'll be like, oh, I've heard this. Yeah, exactly. Like if they Great. released it like two years after Ten Thousand Days, it would have fit right in. But now that's taken so long, yeah. it's gonna be like, oh well, we've heard this for like years, yeah. right? <laughs> like this was done so long ago. Like it's not with the times anymore, I guess to say. Mm-hmm. Especially with so many bands copying tool nowadays yeah there's so many copycat bands out there for everything yeah it's crazy that's what Bandcamp does yeah <laughs> seriously that's what the prog scene does that's bad yeah they're bad for copying each other yeah well like they end up all copying each other too much and then everyone sounds the same and yeah, it's just exactly. like oh great like one sound Y'all clicks suck. like one band gets really big in the scene and then it's like yeah. let's copy them yeah Anyways, let's move on to the next album. Yeah. Yeah. Eden's album. Yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> cool. So I ended up choosing um, Mercy by Flesh of the Stars, which is like a band I never really heard much of, but shout out to like Heavy Blog and the people from there from kind of hyping them up. Because, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, the, co- the, the album art for... Most of their Scott, most of their stuff, is all like just really nice and simple, so that really attracted me to it. And then like the description that the person had for them was sounded super appealing. Where like that if if you don't know Flesh of the Stars, they're like a Chicago doom metal band, basically Chicago doom based with like proggier elements here and there. So. They've released, like, a four record so far. Mercy just came out fairly, like, three, four weeks ago. Yeah. Around that line. Like, end of July or June. Yeah. And it came out, like, two years after Anhila, which I also ended up listening to in, like, preparation for this album and super fucked with that one, too. But, yeah. I don't know. Flesh of the Stars just... I think it's been maybe the time away for a little bit in terms of me listening to, like, a fair bit of doom metal that helps it out a bit maybe but like it's it's just really good doom this album yeah this album took a while to grow on me though if i'm being honest yeah you're talking about that when, yeah. when you sent me like the singles for it and you're like i'm really looking forward to this i was like eh. <laughs> that's how i thought of the singles but over time i'm like okay there's actually like yeah so rights rights was definitely a, a choice yeah. as the single yeah like i really uh, like rights yeah, I mean, I I ended up really enjoying rights myself too, but but like all the elements they added into the music as well, like we were talking about the nature sounds essentially. Yeah, because I guess really like well a done. pretty the broad strokes of this album for the most part seem to be like a very a strong sense of like nihilism directed towards like the the, the nature and the the destruction or like the the revenge of nature so to speak in a way mm. I, and that was like a, a a way that i i best way i could describe it basically like especially even on um mercy the first track has that or no not mercy um burial was the we all split in decay nature is patient because we are all fated to return mm. and i was just like oh <laughs> yeah and then like even on on mercy the moment near the end where like 
it's literally as soon as literally as soon as they say waves waves crashing that's when like the the guitar like smashes in mm-hmm. like that crash comes in and it's like oh fuck it's good <laughs> it's real good and then like the oh. <laughs> the guitar like lines pick up yeah mercy is just goddamn the yeah. track or the album the uh, the track in the album but also like solely the track the track that was the standout track for me yeah for sure you know it's in not enormous length 22 minutes yeah it's was, not I wouldn't it was scary yeah. to approach it I was like yeah exactly I, I was gonna say like it doesn't feel like necessarily much of a statement for doom metal bands because like like I don't, long albums can long long songs can yeah like can happen pretty often in doom and it definitely seems like they're more influenced by the funeral doom side or yeah, like exactly. melodic doom almost it's funeral doom it's very long like doom metal songs where they repetitive riffs and it sounds like you're at a funeral. Like chapel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they use heavy use of, like, uh, I guess, like, piano and synth and stuff like that. Ambience as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Whereas so, regular doom metal is more, like... Eight, nine minutes? Seven? Yeah, they can yeah. be they can be lengthy as well, but it's, like, more Black Sabbath influenced. Yeah. More riffy. Which is generally... Yeah, definitely more riff-oriented towards, like, repetition-oriented. Yeah, it's more popular nowadays, like, with our Doom revival, like Paul Bearer. Is Doom normally a lot heavier than this? Uh, Hmm. I wouldn't... Maybe, like, vocally. Yeah. If if, if you you wanted to go that way. They usually have, like, a baritone voice. Like, is it usually, like, growls or anything, or there's, there's death doom, so yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah, if like when they do, even when there are, it they tend to have like a sort of like it, they set, they tend to be lower in the mix. Yeah, like it's, sort of like an echoey effect to them usually. But like Black Sabbath are like the grandfathers of like doom metal, so it, a lot of the vocals are more like that, like Ozzy's vocals a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Especially when you listen to like older bands like Witchfinder General. Mm-hmm. Or Paul Finder, yeah, or, uh, or Paul Paul Bearer, Bearer. yeah. Well, they're not old, but they're new. Yeah. Or what's the other one? The other one that has the ridiculous video on YouTube that everyone talks about. Anyways, <laughs> they're they're from like the eighties. I forget mm-hmm. what their name is. I was surprised how much I like the song. Yeah, mainly because when I saw the doom metal genre, I was like, ooh. Because <laughs> I've I thought it was like way more heavy and just like mm-hmm. and everything, and I was like, ah, oh, not in the mood for this. Yeah, and when I put it on the first track, like it starts kind of heavy, and I was like, all right, probably gonna pick up, and then I pick down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it gets term. nice then and it gets, chill. Then it gets chill, and that's when the vocals came in. I was like, oh, I really like this. And yeah, I was like really surprising that not expecting to expecting to not really enjoy it, and then enjoying it a made lot. me enjoy it that much more. Uh. That's why I just liked it so much. Yeah. No, I really ended up fucking with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. Yeah. I, I actually wanted to ask you this, Aiden. I was telling Juggin either, uh, earlier. Uh, so, the vocalist, did it ever remind you of someone? I'm guessing, I mean, I'm guessing no. Not so, really. I, I, I feel like I was going to say Tommy Giles. From between I feel like I was like, uh, yeah, I feel like I was seeing where you're getting at. Yeah. I, I kind of see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I like it's, heard it as soon as Andrew told me. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's yeah. like a mixture between him and Papa Emeritus. 
from Ghost. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very yeah. It's, it's a very similar like impassioned yeah. voice. Yeah, and very like croony. Yeah, definitely. No, he's got like a really good voice. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, as I, as I was gonna say, like it didn't necessarily feel like a big risk in the genre, but it felt like it was interesting to choose your twenty-two minute track as a single. as as not even the single, but the first track. Oh yeah, as the, as the opener. Yeah. Right, right. That's exactly, yeah, it's like it was the last album I listened to out of all of ours. Yeah. I, was like, Matt, wait. I don't know. <laughs> and then there's, like there's the rest albums. of the tr- and then the rest of the tracks are just so short. And then burial is like the next longest, and that's like nine minutes. Yeah, no, that's completely fair. Two of my two yeah. favorite tracks. Like to yeah. open up with like a launch yeah. track, people are gonna look at it and be like, "Oh, do I really want to start off?" Yeah, it's intimidating. There's a lot of people who. Uh, want to listen to her front to back and that's a big investment yeah, yeah but <laughs> i feel like most people who check this one out already are fans of doom metal yeah because they're not that big mm-hmm. at all True. yeah so these I are going to be the people band. that are digging deep for like what's the underground doom metal scene like exactly yeah <laughs> yeah yeah mercy was just like it, it's definitely up there for probably like a fave song in recent memory for sure like everything about the track is like really good the, the like repeated use of the gu- guitar line doesn't get like overwhelming or annoying it's just like really chill really vibey the vocals are good the use of like nature sounds especially in that one is really good with like the birds trooping at the end and like a bunch of like it, it shows up in a couple other moments on the album too like these mm-hmm. nature sounds and then like the moments where the guitar solos or like the guitar riffs end up picking up those are really good the album's mixed incredibly well yeah like the nature sounds are there but they're not overbearing mm-hmm. and the drumming is another one where I noticed where it's like again it's like it's there and it's noticeable but you can also just kind of lose I feel like a lot of times drums are mixed to be a little bit too loud yeah a little bit too boomy and it kind of like takes you out of like if you want to just like listen to the vocals mm-hmm. I think it was done really well here yeah, yeah I was impressed by the mixing yeah, exactly. Like the piano just sounds really, really nice. Yeah. Guitar strings are like nicely mixed in the background, and this ended up I and on you might end up liking Anhila as well because this is just basically like a a heavier direction than Anhila, so you on, might Anhila Anhila and the oh their last yeah album. their last album yeah okay. I'll add it to my library yeah right now yeah because I did like this I also have to take a moment to appreciate how good doom metal riffs are yeah man <laughs> they're so like catchy i don't know how yeah. they come up with like it's, it's such good. creativity with those riffs and like because you look at it and doom metal spawned sludge metal yeah and the most infamous band is mastodon yeah in, in that, that whole, department and just listening to that opening riff of blood and thunder yeah every time yeah or but, like so much off of so much of uh, the the album with the last Baron. I'm blanking on the album. Oh, that's a uh, divination. No, that or that's or the, another track. That's a, another track. Yeah. yeah, crack the sky. Crack the sky. Crack yeah. the sky. Crack the sky is so good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, by Mastodon. Yeah. yeah. Did that come out around the same time as Heritage. No. Um, that was the Hunter. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Crack the Sky was like their second or third album? No, that was their fourth album. Their fourth album. Their first album was Reminition. Yeah. Second one was... The uh, Leviathan. Yeah. And third one was... 
Right. Uh, it's, I forget what it's called, but. Big <laughs> fan, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's the one with the colony of a birchman, though. Yeah, with the yeah. homie. Yeah. <laughs> with Josh Homie. Yeah, with Josh Is Homie. Is that his name? John. I, I think. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> I fuck up on pronunciations a lot. Josh Homie. I'm pretty sure it's Homie. Homie. Or Homie. Blood Mountain? Yeah, yeah Blood, Blood Mountain. Mountain. That's what it is. <laughs> Fake fan. Yeah, I'm the, the real fan of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you knew all the album names. Yeah. Well, I've, I've listened to Crocs Guy. I knew the song. I knew yeah. that name was super oh, familiar. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. The Last Baron is so good. But yeah, Rights is really good. Wisteria has like those female vocals on it. Short track. With like the creaking, right. screeching guitar strings. Yeah, it's That's a bit short. short one. Yeah, I think yeah. it's probably the shortest one, but it's nice. Wisteria is just chill. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. minutes. Yeah. Short. Yeah. But yeah, I also ended up doing the drink for it for this album which is dope right I saw that yeah I made like a minty one Taylor Company with like the nature and like green elements of the cover that's pretty cool actually so, yeah. yeah the album cover is real nice yeah yeah I like all the album covers like, the hide one is super sick mm-hmm. this one I like a lot and this one yeah dope. that's the one thing I still love about metals that covers yeah Depends on the kind. When they when they hit, they hit. Yeah, yeah, when they hit, they hit. It's either incredibly generic or it hits super hard. Yeah, yeah w- when when it's not like over the top, like gore or fantasy. Yeah, then yeah. it's nice. Yeah. It's just nice. Like Paul Bear had some really nice ones. Yeah, especially when it's like minimalist like that. Yeah. But yeah, would recommend. I think it's a. I think this album is like welcoming enough for people that may not be as knowledgeable with Doom to get into and, and find something that they enjoy with it mm-hmm. and it's also just aside from in general the 22 minute track yeah <laughs> might be a harsh entry for some people yeah definitely worth it though it's yeah. definitely worth it like, like wait until the vocals kick just, in just put it on and don't look at the how long you're listening to exactly <laughs> that's my recommendation <laughs> yeah that's what I did when I put on this album and I didn't even realize but I'm used to long songs so yeah exactly yeah some people would be blown away by a 22 minute song yeah mm-hmm. yeah I had to describe to the server yesterday what ambient music was that, that was fun oh <laughs> Cause, yeah. it's, it's like nothing I, I, yeah no I, I was like like Eugene and the server they're like so what is ambient music I'm like oh boy here we go they're gonna think I'm crazy <laughs> it's like background music but there's something but there's every, every now and then there's something <laughs> and, yeah, and they're like oh like well, they're like oh why do you enjoy that it's like it brings you to another world I just sounded like the biggest hippie <laughs> yeah. I'm like I just like all the details like and like the minimalist composition like I was just throwing out bullshit <laughs> yeah it was kind of funny, though. Yeah, after a certain point, you kind of just have to throw bullshit. Yeah, and I honestly didn't know if she was being sarcastic or not at the end of it. She was like, oh, interesting. I'm going to tell my boyfriend tonight. And I was like, cool. I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should be happy about that or not. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't know. There's a, there's a few genres I wouldn't know how to, like, sell to people. And definitely ambient would probably be Yeah. <laughs> Even just like metal in some ways, there's like 
the, the way I put it is for a lot of people when they say they don't like metal I'm like there's so much metal yeah. like you'll you're bound to find something you enjoy like there's stuff that goes from like the stuff you think is metal to stuff that you wouldn't even believe would yeah. be considered metal yeah cause yeah. most people just think it's Satan yeah, like, screw the world I'm angry growl vocals yeah screamo am I right yeah screamo <laughs> I hate Screamo. <laughs> I know, and Screamo's not even, like, a genre associated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Jogan, let's, let's move over to yours. Sure. Uh, I picked an album that I feel like a lot of people would know if you're into the hip-hop scene. Definitely all three of us were very excited for this album, and it is Bandana by Freddie Gibbs and Madlib, or... What is it? Mad Gibbs. Mad Gibbs. Mad Gibbs. <laughs> um... For those who don't know, Madlib is pretty exclusively, like, a producer. I think he's done a little bit of rapping. Yeah, Quasimodo. Like, a little bit, but, like, pretty exclusively, like, a producer. Mm-hmm. And Gibbs is, um, like, Freddie Gibbs, he's pretty exclusively a rapper. Yeah. And it was an interesting when they first teamed up for their first release, which is Pinata. I think a lot of people weren't, didn't know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. Gibbs like, has both been of these the are... kind of guy who's, like... Both of them were Street well-known rap. artists. Well-known artists, but like never really in like the same kind of association. Yeah, groups. no one would have believed it would have worked. I was like, I was listening to like Dead End Hip Hop talk about Bandana like yesterday, and they were saying the same thing. It was like, Pinata came out, and we were like, this, I don't think this is gonna work. It this does this doesn't seem like it would work out well. Like their their styles don't mesh well or whatever. But like, Pinata just worked. It works. Yeah. So it's a, it is a. Madlib knows a top how to hip-hop album for sure he knows yeah. how to work with like musicians like to their like specialty and, and everything and gives his always bring out the that, best like, yeah. yeah he can rap over anything yeah so, yeah it worked out you know they never even met at once before pinata no to even make pinata oh yeah they were like sending the, each other like recordings just, and stuff like that yeah holy shit and then that's then they just madlib's genius yeah 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 um God so damn. bandana <laughs> um Took him a while to come out. Lots of hype. It was supposed to come out for a while. Yeah. Um. And then Freddie ended up putting out like two albums. Two? Before that. Oh right. Yeah. He yeah. Did, yeah. Because there was uh, the the four the two the Tupacy one. There were like the Angel art cover one. Did he put out three then? Cause oh yeah, like, Fetty. Yeah. Forgetting Fetty. And those two were that Fre- good. Oh man, I loved Freddie. And Fetty has Fetty has some real good tracks. On I don't it. like Currency though. I'm yeah, sorry. No, cur- cur- <laughs> currency is definitely Currency could have done could have been worse on Fetty. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought F- Fetty and both and Freddie were kind of boring. Oh yeah, they're like well, I mean like Freddie is full on like it's Kenny Beats yeah. doing all the production on it. It's Freddie's jump into like trap yeah. music. But he sounds really good on it, and the beats hit hard, so, like, if that's what you're looking for, then it's a good album for that department. Yeah. It was one of those albums where I listened to it once, and I was like, well, there that was that. good. Yeah. <laughs> and then never yeah. really put it on. Sort of like the Rico Nasty and Kenny Beats one. Yeah. I was, like, in similar with I like, Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun, but it was, like... Nothing special. Yeah. yeah. I, keep, I continuously keep going back to Automatic. Of Freddy, that one just gets me. High. Yeah, there's a few songs for sure, like yeah. that stick with you. Yeah, it's like same with Shadow of Doubt. Yeah. So, anyways, but Bandana. <laughs> so Bandana. 
Um, they released, he released a track name bandana of Flat Tummy T, which ended up being on the album, and a track name bandana, which didn't end up being on the album. Yeah, it was Just funny because Flat Tummy T, they said, wasn't on the album. Yeah, then and then I saw it. Was, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so, some pretty big features on this album, I would say. Yeah. From like Pac to Pusha T to Yasin Bey. Like Black Thought. Black Thought. Yeah, Black and, Thought was and, amazing. Uh, when he awesome. came in, it was uh, Pusha T. No, Run the Jewels guy. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah. Oh, did you say Pusha T? I said Pusha T. Oh, yeah. Black yeah. Just down. Man, <laughs> like n- now I like heard that rumor too that Malib wants to make an album with Pusha yeah, T. Yeah, they were they were talking about and that I, on Dead End. I was not huge on Daytona. Really, I but, love man. Daytona, man. Definitely. I'm just Daytona, not man. huge on Kanye's production, to be quite honest. Yeah. Even like the album before that. Um, I want to I want to spend more time on my name is my name because I've heard really good things about that. But like the album yeah. after my name is my name, the really nice, the dopest, the dark. Oh, the darkest before the dawn. The darkest before the dawn. Yeah, something like I that. I really fuck with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I only agree. Give that like one or two listens. Yeah, there there were really good songs on that. But yeah, anyways, but Pusha on that song is amazing. He and I'm, so I'm like, I thought I was just like a Pusha T hater after Daytona, but I was like, no. man, on good production. Like I'm sorry, I'm just flaming Kanye's production no, no, right now. Yeah. No, that's fair. I, I don't no. like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy either, and I like Yeezus for the producers he worked with. So yeah. I think I don't know. I'm on that, yeah, Pusha T can consistently kill a feature like 100%. so much. Like even on even the the Benny the Bo- Benny the Butcher album, he yeah he, had, he has a he has a spot on that that's really fucking good. Yeah, um, Anderson Pack even Anderson Pack album. Oxnard, mm. I still haven't listened. To that. Man, there's a he's on Ventura. He's on he's on the Brothers Keeper song. It's oh wait, so no, good. I listened to Oxnard. I haven't listened to Ventura. Yeah, Ventura is good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I always mix them up because yeah. yeah, was confusing. Yeah, no, brother, no, he's good. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I know he's so good on that track. Yeah, and I was dis- I was ultimately disappointed with, like. Me being selfish, I just wanted like Killer Mike sounded great. I wanted a verse from Killer Mike cur- more than a chorus, more than like a hook. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, Fake names is amazing. And Fake okay, names is my favorite I, track on the album. I sure. the way he does to... the beat switch and the uh, Freddie's like rhyme like switch as well, like his voice yeah. and everything with it, it just yeah. moves so it's well. So, like it's so cool. I'm like yeah. The not yeah, I, I, the dynamic between verse one and verse two was interesting. Yeah. Because I guess like the way he's doing it is like the verse one is meant to be like the, the the tragedy of of the trap game or whatever the tragedy of like drug dealing and like verse two is like his bravado persona yeah in that in that department so that was good also I needed to address Palm Olive with Pusha T too when the music stopped for that yuck <laughs> <laughs> love that <laughs> man. Uh, the, the the track with uh I forget its name the one with uh Black Thought and Most Education. Def yeah or oh, every verse on that song Yasin so... Bey was actually good actually good yeah yeah like he showed up he showed up he hasn't shown up for oh, ages wow. yeah no exactly honestly I didn't dislike any of the tracks on this album yeah yeah like all I, the way through I love the production and like the thing is like but. Between both albums, I thought Pinata had higher highs, but this album was more consistent the whole way through. Definitely, yeah. Like Obrigado was such a good intro. Yeah, the guitar sample just sounded so good. It was just like a good pick. Freestyle shit is like immediately good. Yeah, good Freddie Gibbs, half man, half cocaine. 
fun trap song. So good. The beat switch. Mm. Yeah. With like the the different flow and the snuffleupagus line. Uh. Which is a song that has that like kind of like break to an Indian song. Or like I know which one you're talking about, yeah. And then it goes back. I think, I think, I think that's uh It's like, like right around fake names. I, th- I think that is fake names. I think it's fake names. Yeah, I think it actually it's, is fake names. Fake, no, fake names has that thing at the end with yeah. like the. Uh... Oh right. No, fake names is after the the comedy skit. I thought the fake names has a comedy skit at the end, doesn't it? No, Palm Olive does. Yeah. Palm Olive is the one where the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I, I, I like killed I my, my killed my killed my wife." <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like fake names that he addresses, he he calls back to the skit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't like it. I've seen like the general consensus consensus is the worst song is Goddamn, but I actually really like that song. I, re- I, I really fucked with Goddamn too. I still don't really like Flat Tummy T. I love Flat Tummy <laughs> T. I think that song's a banger. I think that's definitely one of the worst songs. Man, I don't know. How oh, I th- I thought it was fun. <laughs> I really like that track. I, I don't fun. know. I just thought it was pretty generic for but both I, of them. I do think it it was definitely a single song. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it was, it yeah. was built to be a single. Yeah, I'm cool with that, and that's why I thought it was just like a throwaway at first. Mm-hmm. Giannis or Giannis, Giannis, the G is silent. Oh, yeah, Giannis. yeah, that's what that's what he says in the song. <laughs> Giannis. <laughs> yeah, it's Giannis. Yeah, because Gian- he's, he's a basketball, a basketball player. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I'm meeting here, Oliver Element here. Yeah. Andrew. Because Pinata, he named two NBA players as well. Oh, damn. Okay. Damn yeah, there's, there's Kobe and another son. Or no, no. It wasn't NBA players. It was teams. Mm. It was Lakers and some other team. Okay. Knicks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. Giannis was real good. Anderson Pack can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, like, especially here, he sounded really good. I think he sounded great, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't find him as outstanding as you do, but, like, the song definitely, I was like, yeah, he did well. Like, yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. I think he, he can hold his own and do, like, a, a, a like swag, it. a suave, like, rap mm-hmm. flow and make it sound great. Yeah. And then just do his own, like thing I, I yeah my only thing with Pac is that i feel like he needs to change it up every so often yeah he sort of does his shtick and it works but yeah he is kind of samey on features i do agree with that yeah. mm-hmm. that's and the I one never thing think bad, so. yeah that's fair <laughs> it's not like bad it's just oh it's a Pac feature i know what the song's gonna sound like that's yeah. pretty much how i feel when i see him nowadays yeah was like cataracts is really good i really like cataracts yeah cataracts is like, all, all the songs are consistently amazing. Like, yeah. they definitely turned out another, like... I mean, Madlib is, yeah. in general, great at turning out classics. Yeah. It's on an iPad. Like, I also do like the uh, the actual pinata on the album cover. Yeah. The, the broken pinata. Yeah. yeah. I talked about it in the yeah. chat. I love that. <laughs> love that callback. Yeah, no. The sam the, the sample choices on this are really good. Like a lot of yeah, really Malibu fun, like, just, like a lot of deep. like really fun like Latin guitar samples. Yeah, he honestly, I'm. What is it? I th- I think he said in an interview that he uh, it was done on an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 
which is crazy to think because this album sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, Gorillaz wrote the same thing, and that one sounds like fucking shit. So. <laughs> Obviously, he knows what he's doing, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. Poor Damien. Damien, Damien Albarn, or Damien Albarn, or whatever. Yeah. Definitely a fucking well-known and talented yeah. producer. He's just very He was out of his element, though. Definitely. Yeah. The fall and Humans was garbage, but then the album after, <laughs> the now now, that's just pretty good. Yeah. Was that the EP? Yeah. It's a full album. Now now was an album. Yeah, it was an album. album. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I remember like way you, better than anything on humans. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that in the chat. You're like, I actually fuck with this, and I'm like, I'm not giving it a chance. Man, it's a good album. It's worth <laughs> after it. After like, humans, if, if you like anything, it's kind of like a middle between like Plastic Beach and like Demon Days kind of sound. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but my hot take is I thought I've thought forever Gorillas have been overrated. That, that like cool band I listened to like as a kid because mm-hmm. they're different. Yeah, yeah. I, was, like, I thought I thought he was better in Blur. In in Blur, Blur, yeah, that's fair. Okay. I never actually. I've always seen the album cover. I know they released an album where they had like Asian letters on the front. Right? It was like a neon think, sign. Yeah, yeah, that's so, yeah. their newest one. It's not that good. Yeah, yeah. that was a part of that one, and I was like, oh. Yeah, that no, that no. one was not good either. Yeah. Damien's really hit or miss nowadays. Yeah, inconsistent. Yeah. Anyways, definitely check this out if you're any kind of fan of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. It's no like two heavy hitters. Yeah, in, in their element. Madlib barely releases music nowadays too. So yeah. like when he does, it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it it holds up like bandana just like despite the weight, it just it holds up. It's good. Top notch from everyone. Yeah, everyone brought their in game. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I have to say about it, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just keep praising. Highly it. recommend. Yeah. Okay, move on. Classic time, boys. Okay. So even just on that, I decided not to pick an album that I would consider a classic, but one that I just personally just love. So you can go and, off. Like, I, no, not even not go off. I just like out of interest. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like it's not. This is not an album. I've never, it never. It reviewed fine. But it never reviewed like amazingly. Like there's nothing like about this album overall that I would say is like Stand amazing out. like of all time. But it's just like one of my favorite surprise specific artists, and that would be Made in the Dark by Hot Chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those who don't know Hot Chip, they're kind of like a synthy synthy pop kind of group, but like more like technically I don't know how to explain it. They're like a very unique kind of sound. Like it's like a mixture of a lot of different genres. Mm-hmm. They make you could say music that's like sing sing alongable and also dancey, but while not being like EDM kind of dancey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're just like fun. They're like their kind of whole nature and their quirkiness and the presence kind of all reminds me of OK Go, which is like a pretty well known American band. Mm-hmm. So everything from their music videos and everything is very like mirrored to them. Like they're always kind of like unique and interesting. High budget. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this album came out in two thousand eight. It's a it's one of their earlier releases. I think their second or third album. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm curious as to what you guys think, because I already kind of prefaced this by saying it's one of like a it's a it's like an all time favorite of mine. Not necessarily like the best album I've heard, but yeah, it's like a, I just love the song. What do you guys think? I was gonna say like the first track didn't really catch me at all, but like I mean like sometimes first tracks don't do that. So I was like, okay, whatever. Love is the future with all kinds of my shit yeah yeah it's just like I, I don't all, all throughout this album like I love like the the groovy drumming style like the drumming is real like 
I I went like you you can't really say it about like all all albums, but throughout this throughout this album, the groovy drumming is just really fun to keep an eye on. That's probably like the thing that I noticed the most about it. The the it, the gro- the drumming was like really groovy and really fun. The vocals are a nice addition to like an all. They're not like standout vocal performances or anything, but like they, they're, they're good. They're, they're good. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah, I really vibe with the textures and like the pulsy kind of beat style to it. White wine and fried chicken was probably my all time favorite. Right album, even I think you listened to fucking. Do you listen to Why Makes Sense? I think you listened to the wrong album. God damn it! <laughs> I said Made in the Dark. So I was like, Did you say Made in the Dark? I'm pretty yeah, sure you did. Fucking hell! I, I said Why Makes Sense. <laughs> Dad, two episodes. No, is this two episodes in a row? Yeah. Yep. Classic. Guys. Holy fuck. That's yeah, I, Sorry, I said Why Makes Sense was the only Hot Chip <laughs> album I listened to before this. So that's probably what you're That's read. funny because I, like, yeah. I was like. Sorry, I probably oh, confused you. That's, that's right funny. There. Yeah, Why Makes Sense, not one of my favorite Hot Chip albums. Yeah. For sure. it's... So that's why I would not have picked that one. I was very confused. Yeah, I was like, also, like, maybe he means, like, we're looking for a lot of love. But as soon as he said. The, yeah, white wine and fried chicken. Yeah, I was like, that's not on the album. So like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. God damn it! Classic. My bad. That might have been my fault. Two for two. Andrew, you have anything to say? <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. No, for me, yeah. So, I think Eden would actually really fuck with the intro, like the first track on this album. Yeah, like, that's what it, I was surprised. I, was yeah. like, I think Eden would enjoy. Yeah, it I was surprised by that as well. Like, it really brings you in and everything, and like it starts off. It, like you automatically can get a sense of like hot chip style and everything mm-hmm. and it moves on to shake a fist and ready for the floor and those tracks are really dancey already yeah ready for the floor is their number like the number one song for me. yeah yeah and then I'll play for you after Aiden. You what i get a sense for it. what <laughs> i really like especially about this album is i found the first half a little too like I don't know what it has been about Hot Chip, but Hot Chippy for me, where like I haven't really loved them, but I like their like their sound. But the second half of the album, like anything after Made in the Dark, that's when they get like really like weird, yeah, almost yeah, like they no, start like experimenting with different sounds, like it gets like techno thrown in there, like yeah. you were saying, and then house music, and then like just like feedback everywhere. Like yeah. that that's I mean, when, that's it, when it gets interesting to me. I'm like, okay, this is a hot chip like I thought what I was gonna go into in here in their old stuff. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. I feel like the album's really backloaded for my taste at least. That's fair. But I think you'd really like the warning then. The warning has some really good songs on it and some yeah, experimental. Yeah. Funnily enough, I own three of their albums. One my stand, I think. I, I think we bought this together. Yeah, I bought that one and oh. I also bought Why Makes Sense. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I bought good. In Our Heads as well. Yeah, I love In Our Heads. Yeah. In Our Heads is definitely the most, like, electro-poppy one. Yeah. It's a good album, though. That's funny. I still find it hilarious how you listen to the wrong album. God damn it. <laughs> it's funny how we both did it to each other, too. Yeah, <laughs> now it's my turn. <laughs> now we're even again. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, the vo- all I can say is the vocals are nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Because yeah, they're um, definitely a different band further on. Yeah, they really changed up their sound. But, like, they've always had, like, a kind of a hot chippy sound. Yeah, so it's you still can like, kind of, like, go into a kind of noise. I mean, like, okay, I see, distinctly the, I see the through line. Yeah, kind of yeah, exactly. So, like, you listen to this, like, why it makes sense. You can still get 
like a taste of what they were going for on earlier albums as well. Right. Um, Cause it's still very dancey, like catchy. Like yeah. Jurgen was saying. Mm-hmm. All like right. Shake a fist on this album, second one. Yeah. It has like one of the more like a really interesting thing. Yeah, and it transitions. Yeah, it's and like, just like I don't remember what they say, but it, it kind it's of goes like, like this is what you can do in the studio. Yeah. Let me show you. And then it's just like a hard like kind of like EDM mix, and then this yeah. singing over top of that, and it's like an interesting kind of sound. Oh, like yeah. a cool layering effect. Yeah. Oh. Definitely check it out if you have a chance. <laughs> well, consider it, it's downloaded, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got some homework to do. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I said I the same thing last time. Did, like, did, did you end up listening to Baroness? No, I didn't. So, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That's hilarious God. that that happened to you. Know, okay, I'll add Baroness to my finger right now, okay? Because, uh, oh yeah, you listened to that electronic album, or whatever it was, <laughs> that Aiden. Yeah, so, yeah City Girl. City Girl or, or yeah. City. Yeah. City something. That was funny. That's, yeah, did you have anything to say about your album? Did you want to go off about it, Jagan? No, I was like, honestly, I picked it more out of interest of like what you guys would think. Mm-hmm. Right? That's fair. Like, I, I honestly just like want opinions because overall, I have like um, Alexis Taylor is a lead singer. I personally really love his vocal style because it's gentle mm-hmm. and it's like not perfect, but it's great. And I just yeah, kinda, exactly. I love that zone right there, like a perfect vocal. Or like a perfect male uh, male vocalist or whatever like a, yeah like a vocal box is like it's great but it's just kind of like I'm like yeah. you're too good yeah like Josh I think that's Robin is somebody where I'm like great yeah. amazing voice but too that's, good that's why like, <laughs> that's what I end up trying to explain to people is that like I would rather hear like I, I imperfect imperfections in voices are always more interesting mm-hmm. yeah yeah honestly I agree I, I was also thinking of, like, the guy from Phoenix. I don't know his name. That's, like, another vocalist that kind of reminded me of Alexis Taylor yeah, in a I way that, Phoenix too. that, like, his vocals just work. They work so well with the music. I mean, yeah. he is a talented singer in that regard as well. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I got I got to see them live at Oshaga a few years ago. I was going to say... But, highlight I fucking love yeah, before. I, I was super I happy for you that you yeah. got to see uh, Hot Chip and I got to see Brand New before everything came before out the, before the situation before the situation came out so I, I got to see them before before you would feel guilty yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah 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 now I can be like oh I don't feel guilty I mean, the stuff still happened before that time, so still shitty. Yeah. And that's the, yeah, that's that's the situation with that one. Where it's just like it happened so long. Like, it's not that it's it happened so long ago that it should know uh, it should be okay or that should never be discussed. But it was just like mm-hmm. also just like it's more so frustrating that like people knew, and we only found out after this new album came out yeah it was like because like if this all could during like deja and two deja and tondu yeah Yeah, and tondu and that was like 2003 yeah which is like if any album were to be during that situation it would have been that album just saying yeah of course (laughs) like you listen to the lyrics and especially the album before that yeah both of those are very like very that yeah like why are women against me yeah (laughs) sort of which is always so frustrating because it's just like that's the y'all had punk y'all had such a good outfit output afterwards. Yeah, I love that people made yeah. the jokes though. In the end, they're like, I guess taking back Sunday one after all. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's fun. Because they were always in a big feud. Yeah, they wrote songs about each other. Yeah. What was that? Was the... that just you? Was I've seen more fine. spine and jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> was a line. That was a line. I've never, no. yeah. Did you ever? Did somebody ever pick a brand new album? No. 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 Probably won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just feel like I've heard them, but like, and not not memorable for nah. me personally. Yeah. There's there's some good shit, but womp womp. <laughs> Like a lot of people that, just like, also don't know, or was it that big? Or like it, it was a it was it a big was deal. Pretty big, yeah. It was a big deal. It was making rounds a lot of the time. Yeah, they were like, like a, a lot of people because especially like brand new, but not to news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's especially in that scene, and with that band, people there there would be no way to like not know about something with that band because it's so it's so it's so minimal. Or like it just doesn't happen often that they're in the news or that they are talking about things because they're pretty media silent. So like, when news breaks, people know and they're they have one of those fan bases that is just like they dissect every small thing that Brand New does. Uh, like yeah, they 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 had a similar thing with with this last album with science fiction that was like people got like shit in the mail, like the Radiohead kind of situation. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Like fans yeah they have a yeah. very strong like fan base that's cool yeah but i definitely like noticed <laughs> yeah. out of like curiosity i checked up brad newt's like page and they've went down like listeners like they're over like a million yeah. and now they're like down and like super down yeah, yeah. they yeah so they're like there there are a lot of people that took a strong stats but even like yeah yeah, I don't think I've listened oh, yeah, to yeah, them yeah. since, even though, like, it hurts me because they were one of my favorite bands. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's the same with me. They they ended up being, like, a, a strong favorite of mine. But, it, but and, it's like, always, like... Fiction we, was we, such, like, a, a strong album. Yeah, it, it was. Like, But it's like we always discuss, there's just so much good music. Like, yeah. why focus on the bad? And the, But there's always the conversation. John Lennon was a wife beater. Yeah. David Bowie Shitty slept with kid. an underage. Right? Yeah. And, like so many people from that era i even think prince had controversy at him at one point he there was like a a rumor of like a, a even like lesser of a rumor than the david bowie one yeah in terms, yeah but like even like the conversation like he was always very prince was always pretty open and like never really as forceful as it seemed like yeah. david bowie ever was or yeah, Anything people like always that. use the argument that it was, like, the time. Like, yeah. I, I imagine how many of those, like, classic rock stars would be outed for yeah. sleeping with underage fans yeah. nowadays, right? Like, how many girls or, like, women haven't went on to tell, like... Like, how is it not possible, like, someone like Mick Jagger yeah. hasn't been outed, right? Yeah, or, like, Kiss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, like those so people. True. Oh, my God. Yeah. Aerosmith. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, they definitely have. It just hasn't hit the news. Yeah. But I guess what is good is to take from those situations and learn from them so they don't happen again. Yeah. And I think this era is doing that incredibly well. Yeah. To the most part. Yeah. I also feel like that's it's different in social climate. I feel like a lot of these people would still be a piece of shit if it was okay for them to be a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, Like a lot of people are hiding their piece of shit attitudes nowadays because it's not as acceptable. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of racists. Like, there's literally, like, the whole, like, rock star look, right? Which is literally, like, sleeping with a bunch of girls. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Now that's not okay. Yeah. There's a lot of people who probably would love that lifestyle. Yeah. 
hands down. And even even like there there are two notable people in that in the in that department that have like put on the facade of like like soft boy is very Yeah, I remember <laughs> you telling us about that. Yeah. <laughs> There's all the Instagram page you sent me, the soft oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. There there are like a lot of like people that would identify that identify as soft boys and end up using that as like a way to to have their way with like people. Like there was a there's a guy that did the videos for Polygon that got outed pretty quick. And then um Max Landis. Right. He he he's kinda he got blacklisted for the shit that for how he acted. We like uh, like sexual harassment being like being weird towards women and like just being just very Did you say misogynistic what I, what is I, a soft like boy again just remind me like soft boy is like like is it like nice guy or yeah it's like very like it's soft like guy a white like night but just like yeah. even more like t- like gushy. Uh, yeah I don't know like how to describe it. like somebody would like pour their heart out to you with like yeah, exactly. Like, to them. like uses their softness as like an in. Yeah. Okay. And but it, like it like they're predatory like oh, often ends up being very yeah. predatory. Yeah, nature. right. Predatory. Right. And creepy. Like yeah. like a girl, I guess you would say like someone messaging someone on in or on Instagram. Well, I guess Instagram, social media, and then the girl is like nice to them. Yeah, like there like, like there isn't. It, there's there there aren't very few there are very few degrees of association between like soft boys and reply guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. No. That's and it's just like soft boys are like very like pro women. They'll they like they'll they'll use the rhetoric that like women. Oh well, yeah, they're using want to uh, hear. benevolent women, uh, sexism. Like yeah. Well, all women are well, no, <laughs> all women are queens. That, that's actually sexist. I just learned it actually that it's called benevolent sexism, where you put women on a pedestal. But you're actually not. Yeah. You're doing it as for an object, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. It, and it's not even in that way. It's just like, oh, like I love women. That's great to hear. But it's like even like it's using like that. Oh yeah, men. Men are trash. I'm one of the good ones. Yeah, kind of like thing. like pro feminism. Yeah. Like I like they're kissing your feet essentially. Yeah. Off topic, but yeah, Anyways. yeah it's reasonable <laughs> discussion. It's, uh, yeah. Time to call it. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I'm kind of done with this cramped room. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Okay. Well, thank you for yeah. listening. Yeah. Thank you to Aiden's friend Johnny for doing the uh, album cover. Not the, <laughs> the <laughs> podcast cover. And thanks to our, all of our friends, Sayun, for doing the uh, intro, and, intro outro. and outro boops. And, uh, boops and bloops. <laughs> bleeps. Thanks for listening. Um, hopefully, we can figure out our studio situation and we're not going to be delayed. Cramped. Yeah. Or anything like that. Uh, we should be okay for a while. Might notice some audio differences. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. If it sounds worse, if it sounds better, great. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll yeah. find out. <laughs> we'll find out. But yeah. Yeah. Thank you for See. listening. Thanks. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.